Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Are we rolling? Yes. Hello. Hey, hey, dude. Today, I... Wait. It's episode 100. Oh, yes. Keep it all in. Welcome to 100 episodes of Community <laughs> Service with Craig Conan. That's me. Hey, mother... I got some good news. Sorry I called you mother... <laughs> uh november 5th texas i'm coming to you texas november 5th i am performing at the venue called uh vulcan gas company isn't that appropriate on sixth street <laughs> in austin texas austin texas and uh let's sell this bitch out it's uh ali makovsky my guest is coming with me i think she has to check her and uh yeah that's dope. I'm coming to Texas. I'm finally coming. Austin, it's just a one-nighter, so get your babysitter. Whatever you got to do. It isn't a full weekend of shows. It's not six shows in a traditional Thursday to Sunday type of shit. It's a one-nighter, one show. Get your booty over there. I'm going to tell my jokes. And then uh, what else am I supposed to do up top? Thank new Patreon members. I don't think we have any. <laughs> Uh, nope. So let's work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, the OG Patreon people. Um, what else? Utah show. Oh yeah, Utah. That's not public. That's a private. Oh, that's show. what I was asking about. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Oh man, these intros aren't good. <laughs> Great. Just introduce the guest at this point. No. <laughs> I quit, man. Today's guest is Ali Makovsky, very, very funny comic. She's also sober, and she just did fucking Joe Rogan, and that is so dope. That is so dope. And, uh, yeah, she's a very funny comic. Look her up. Check her out on this episode coming up right now. Look at this. I got the thing. Ooh, it's a new mic. Wow, I can taste the difference. I am. I I'm am. so envious. I, I just uh, got rich. A, I just got a credit card, and so I told my producer, I said, "Hey, buddy, I'm trying to build some credit. There's a business write-off. It's true. I'm gonna get the what nice mics." I was like, I'm going to get the nice mics. I'm going to copy Craig. Oh, yeah, that works. I don't know. I tried to hide the cords. Okay. Oh, is that what you're doing? Oh, shit. All right, maybe you got to let them out. Hey, man. Wow. Wow. Everybody, we got Ali fucking Muskovsky. We go right in there. We'll get back to it. Tell your dude it's a business expense. I just I just uh make him pay for everything. <laughs> well see, but that's that's also what my podcast producer wanted to do. I was like I was like, I'm gonna get all the equipment, it's just gonna take some time till I get this credit card in the mail and then I'll get it all, write it off, 
um, and then pay it off, build my credit, have some banging audio for the pod. And then he was like, I'll just, I, like, I'll just get it now. Like, why do we need to wait? I'll get it now. And I'm like, you're, you, I, you're, no, I need to, I, was, <laughs> I feel guilty. This, I know, this I feel guilty too. They're just happy. Well, cause we're fucking, we're growing and blowing up, baby. It's cool. It is cool. And I am greatly appreciative. And uh, yeah, he, you bought the original mics, right? Yeah. Whoa. Chris. And the headphones and the Zoom. Damn. <laughs> yeah, my producer bought the Zoom too. He got everything. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I, I was like, I had the Zoom. No, and well, I he told. Had the Zoom. Okay, and I, I told my guy Anthony, I was like, I was like, I'll, I was like, I'll Venmo you for the Zoom, and he's like, don't even worry about it. And I'm like, should I not worry about it? Oh, I met your guy. He was at the rooftop show, right? He was at the rooftop show. Yeah, that guy's cool as shit. How's the audio, Chris? Great. Okay. Yeah. How am I doing? Perfect. I. I. I okay. Yeah, man. Should I take my shoes off? No, it don't matter. I'm going to. You can. Look at, I just got my first pair of dunks. I always want to rock like dope shoes like that, but I have a size 12 foot and I'm not 6'3", so I just feel like an asshole in them. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I'm, I know no one gives a fuck, but I live in my head. I go, I have canoes for feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, my sisters used to call me canoe canoe. That's what they call S- them. Siblings? Whatever siblings say to you as a child will You're stay with you forever, forever and mess you up. It fucks you up. There's man. no getting out of it. Like I remember when I was younger, my sisters used to call me a lesbian all the time, and like no one in my family like ca- like no one's like against yeah. anything gay. But the way that they said it to me felt like it was bad and wrong, and so I was like, I am not a lesbian. <laughs> but because I was so afraid of them calling me a lesbian, I was like doing the most gay shit like i shaved off my sideburns because they're like that's gay and then it was like legitimately (laughs) like only bulldog lesbians shave yeah their sideburns and so now i'm like inadvertently becoming gay through fear yeah of being called gay and now i've done some gay stuff as an adult and it's okay um, and now i'm like you guys fulfilled a prophecy you 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 made, you made me, me this way. You made me eat this puss. Yeah, I'm like this is for Brittany and Courtney. Ah. Oh yeah, ma, I'll show you. Yeah, would a gay person eat out a girl? Yeah, yeah, they and would. I did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it happens. Okay. And but it but it has stuck with me all yeah. this time. I will never buy white shoes. I will never. I, they have to like now. I just came to the conclusion. I just I just buy vans uh old school just the one with the stripe on the side yeah you stick to it black and blue you stick to it it. i can't because i always try out other shoes i have them for a year or two wear them twice and donate them every fucking time even vans high tops i'm weird like i it's got to be low tops you have a uniform (laughs) i do and i feel fucking weird if i'm not in it but here's the thing. I think that that's great. It's like the Steve Jobs method, you know? It's like you just know what you like and you wear it. And I think that that cuts out a lot of problems because I have like constant identity crises, you know? Yeah. Hence the hair always being something different because I'm like, am I the girl with the crazy hair? Am I the high <laughs> tops? Am I the dunks? Like, like, what am I doing? But that can be fun too. It but I know fun. you mean like I'll stress out on like, ooh, which flannel? Like I'll have an, I have a wedding flannel you know like what a lunatic that's some torrance shit right i have a yeah (laughs) 
I don't know if that's Torrance or, it's like or South the Mexican Bay. side. No, it. it's, it's definitely it's South Bay because there's both, white though. fools out here who have like yeah. the flannels. Like I grew up with those kids who all also wear the Vans low tops. It's South Bay and it's my Mexican side because my uncles would wear like Pendleton's to funerals. Yeah. So it's both. So I'm yeah. just like and my both sides like my my dad's white as fuck and he always wore flannels fishing. Yeah. And then my Mexican side always wear like the pimp and Pendletons to weddings and quinceañeras and funerals, funerals and shit. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, can oh, I I'm... vape in here? Yeah, I don't okay, give a fuck. Okay, I just wanted to check. You can smoke it's a new a place. I just maybe wanted... not a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weed. I don't even give a fuck. Well, you're sober. Sure. Well, I don't know if that's public. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I talk okay, about it. Fine. Oh, <laughs> it's coffee, man. Yeah, I'm fucking seven years sober. I'm ready, man. I'm fucking. <laughs> over it no no i'm fine life's life's good but it's still hard of course i mean that's the the, that's the thing so many people will be like that's crazy that you're sober i could never do that and it's like yeah do you think i thought that i could ever do? like yeah. i don't think anyone ever gets sober and is like i can do this for sure no for a long time like when I got sober, I was like, I'm just going to do this until I kind of like get a grip on my life and then I'll just start drinking. That's what normally. I said. I was like, I'll, I'll, I did, let me just let me just get this manageable. Life ain't so good right now. And then you realize you're like, oh, my life's better and cleaner in every way, but shape it, and form. But it takes a while for that to happen because I know a like lot of years. people who try. Yeah, I, I guess it's different for everyone. But I know some people who try and get sober and then they're like. I mean, even for me, like when I first got sober, I'm like, my life is still like I still don't have a car because I crashed it in a blackout. Like my parents are still worried about me. And I thought that if I just stopped drinking, everything would be fine. It's going to be I'm going to have five years sober on November 1st. That's awesome. Which is insane. Yeah, you're screwing the pooch, man. You need I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) No, it's 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 all a process everything's fucking i just leveled up and i mean like in my head i'm like but you did you you did good kid you know and i'm just like ah, i don't know <laughs> i fucked up you know yeah like, but that's how a lot of people feel regardless of whether yeah. they're sober i was just talking to my sister and both of my sisters were like having one of those like you know sunday scaries but on monday and they were Wait, just, what are Sunday scaries? You don't know about Sunday scaries? What the fuck are Sunday scaries? So Sunday scaries are like when you've had a crazy week and you're like partying over the weekend, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday comes around and you realize you have to like go back to like your nine to five on Monday and you're just like, what did I do? It's like the, you know, the hot steamy shower where you're like, maybe if the water's hot enough, like I'll be a better person. Like, <laughs> like the Sunday the, scaries. Yeah, I call that the Vegas herp. No, I don't know. I don't know what I but yeah i remember that like yeah. sunday you're just like the, the bar feeling of going back to when work. reality settles like, in oh and you're like, fuck yeah so they were having that they were both on the same frequency yesterday but yeah i was just talking to my sister today i'm like how are you doing and it's like you know ever uh, people there's moments where you just live in your head for a little bit yeah it's really annoying it's really annoying I remember one time I was having like a a really crazy time in my head. This was like maybe a year ago or something. I mean, not that this was the only time, but this was just a specific memory I have where I was like just spiraling in my head. I'm like, everyone hates me. I'm not funny. I'm not even cool. Like everything just sucks, blah, blah, blah. Like I'm a piece of shit. Just like going on this negative, like 
laugh track of like all the worst things about me and like what people think of me and I'm like it was one of those things where I'm like looking in the mirror like you suck you're (laughs) you're a loser whatever and then I was like looking at myself and I'm like no one has ever said this to your face like there's no evidence to prove that anything you're saying to yourself is real and I just like I was like whoa no, I am I, having I, a full blown out of body experience right now. And and the reality is the exact opposite. You are hilarious. You are getting booked all the time. You did just did fucking Rogan, which is this is pre this was pre Rogan. I know, pod. but still, like, <laughs> you could even do something like that and then still be in your head. Of course, like I do it all the time, where I'm just like, fuck, I I'm just I like do is talk about farts and. I tell stories, which is dope, but I'm like, I want to be like, I want jokes, you know, like, like, like fucking uh, Sam Morell or Mark Norman. But that's kind of not me, you know, but you always want like I've talked to people like Brian Simpson, who's going with us to Utah, where I was like, damn, I wish I could write jokes with you. And he's like, it's so funny you say that because I wish I could tell stories like you. And we always want what we don't fucking have. And that's what I was about to say. I'm like, then you talk to those people and you're friends with those people and you realize we all are on this same journey. Yeah. Like, even if you're not a comedian, like everyone has, like we're all humans. We all have this same shared experience. And so it's like, whenever I get so caught up in my head, I'm like, I'm tripping. Yeah. I'm good. You no, know, and, and I just booked you for Utah. And, and, and part of me thought this is the first I talked about it briefly on the Patreon, which comes out after this, so I fucked up. Anyways, (laughs) Patreon's supposed to get it first, but hey, that's how the cookie crumbles. But uh, I thought, like, who's guaranteed to kill, because this is the first one ever, and I want it to go really well, and I want it to keep going so I could keep hooking up all the homies paid gigs and uh, kind of a free vacation. It's uh, Anyways, and, and then I was like, you. So there it is. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, there's a short list of there's of people that can kill and they're just easy. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we can go on a bus together and it's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like this not not guys too, not just you know, just fucking divas where it's like, "Oh, you're just problematic." Yeah. You know, you're just like, "I don't know." what you know to expect out of you like i was just talking to my friends about this last night we were talking they they started working with someone who's like helping them out with stuff that they're doing and you know this dude's like interning for them like not getting paid and they really want to work with him because this dude is like great at what he does but he keeps being like kind of difficult to be around and like kind of demanding and it's like we wanted you to help and you wanted to help us but like yeah it's i feel like so much of anything you do is like also it's like of course you want someone on the show who's like funny and like you know is a great comedian and someone who like is uh gonna make people want to come back and see the shows but also so much of it is just like being a chill person who's like easy to be around and fun to hang out with yeah it's crazy just go with the flow motherfuckers yeah and there's so many people that that don't and you're just like you want to book them you're like I don't know, you know, like if it's just a gig, you know, just like, oh, you drive an hour, you do the gig, you drive home. But this is a bus there. You stay the night, you bus home. It's not just that simple. It's like, who's going to go with the flow and be happy no matter what? 
Yeah. You know, and not a bitter fucking beer face. I went, I bring this up often, but I, right, right before COVID at the very beginning of the year, I went on a rave cruise and I performed on it. Yeah. I did stand up comedy on a rave cruise and, uh, and before I'm like, I'm not really into that scene. Like the people who I know who are into that scene are not people I would want to be on a cruise ship with for five days. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like, this is going to be a, like, this could be a nightmare. Like maybe it could be like a great time, but this could definitely be a nightmare. And when I got the gig, I was like, I need to have a, I need to be able to bring a friend. Like that's the one thing I need. Yeah. And they're like, we don't know if we can do that. And luckily, like a month before the trip, I was like, I really need this. I yeah. need to have a friend with me. Yeah, you're, yeah we, we were probably like, I, we could share a room. It's all Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, we're able to make it work. And so I'm like, who can I bring? Who's going to be the best person, whether this is like a great time or an awful time? And it's my friend Russian Danny. And we ended up having the best time in the whole world. But yeah. he's one of those dudes where it's like whenever I'm going into a situation where I'm like, I don't know what this is going to be like. I always bring him. Oh, you just need one. That's all <laughs> you, you need. That one person. That's all you need. Because then even if it is a shit show nightmare, you just sit back and make fun of it. You're yeah. like, ah, yeah. <laughs> look at those molly tards over there. <laughs> Fucking yeah, light show. <laughs> you guys grow up. Grow up. I've done that. <laughs> I, I i'm bummed i never took advantage of like the uh like molly rave brave suck yeah but like, uh, i mean i get it you know molly anything's fun but fuck that dude like i was just more dive bar yeah dirty. i only did molly like in college at like weird like um pool parties and house parties and so it's like, yeah, it's fun because you're on Molly, but it would have been fun to like be somewhere where like, I don't know, at a rave. Yeah, I ain't going. I mean, Coachella is not really a rave; it's no. a festival. But like, uh, that was some of the best shit. It's just a little bit of mushrooms, a little bit of Molly, a little bit of Adderall, a little biking and weed beer. <laughs> Oh man, oh I God. remember just <laughs> dancing and being at one with the earth, and I was like, I love you, I love dirt. <laughs> I remember I remember bringing Molly to Coachella and I did it and I didn't feel like it was working and I was like on the phone with my dad and my sisters were over at his place and I'm on speaker and I'm like yeah like I just did Molly but I don't think it's working and like I don't know like it's fun I'm having a good time but like yeah I'm not really like on drugs or anything like I did the Molly but it's not working but like you know I'm gonna go see this band blah 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 my sister interrupts me she's like Allie I think the Molly is working you <laughs> haven't stopped talking for 10 minutes yep and I'm like, but it's not working the way that I want it to. Like, I'm glad I can have a long conversation with you, but I want to be like naked dancing. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 different effects on different people. And it's always those people like the, the that try coke and like it's not working. You're like, fool, it's 5 a.m. <laughs> and you're telling me how you're on honor roll in fourth grade. Like, it's fucking working, yeah. bro. You just don't know it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's insidious. Like, Why do I have a little white crud on the side of my mouth? I, um, Lick your lips, bro. Drink some that. fucking water, dude. Yeah. Water. I feel like Coachella, I don't know, for me was a better experience when I was sober. I had more fun. I was more cognizant. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Nobody saw that. Um, yeah, you told me that. And then I was like, fuck, maybe I'll give it a go again. Because I went seven years in a row and I was twacked out of my fucking skull. 
uh, I did it at every, I slept in the dirt. I slept in a tent. I slept in the back of my pickup. I slept at like a resort. Like, I mean, like I snuck in three days in a row one time. I think I've said this, but I brought like little, I was, went to the 99 cent store. I was like, I'm going to bring wire cutters. I'm going to cut the fence. <laughs> I fucking brought them. I just hurt my hand because they were cheap 99 cent yeah. wire cutters. They didn't work at all. And then I just threw them down and hopped the fence. And I was like, what am I doing? It's that must 60. have been a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like it's definitely a lot harder to. It's actually the easiest it's ever been. Let me tell you, it's, this is a life hack. So. You know, uh, two people buy tickets. Yeah. And and then you got to sneak them in, you know, hide them under luggage or whatever, because, you know, they check the cars. But two people oh. go in, you put it on loose. One person stays. One person comes out with the person's wristband and you sneak in your friends one by one. I've snuck in like a dozen people. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Because oh. there's ins and outs now. Yeah. They didn't used to allow ins and outs. It was so I, I don't even remember it changed so much, but. Before, it was only one weekend, and you could just buy a ticket to a day. Yeah. So you could go Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. Now it's two weekends, and and it's a three-day pass only. But yeah, you just put one on loose. Uh, yeah. That's great. It one works. time I went, my friend gave me like a VIP pass, and I had to like, I had to work. I, I was able to go on Friday, and then... I couldn't go on Saturday and Sunday. And so I just got to like sell the VIP oh pass God. on my way out. And I was like, am I an entrepreneur? I was like, this is a business. <laughs> you can make so much money. I'm self-employed. That's why they uh, <laughs> fucking battle the bots. Because the people just who are computer hackers just hire bots and buy it's crazy. a thousand tickets. And then just because it sells out like that. And then they just resell them for 500% profit. It's crazy. Yeah, I remember all the scalpers. I like the old school scalpers just outside the Dodger Stadium, outside, you know, the Forum when I was a kid. Just fucking, that shit was fire, man. I like the t-shirt people outside. Those they always like, sell the cheapest, oh, best yeah. shit. I love the cheap, like you wash it once and it's like completely faded. Yeah. I love those shirts. I do too. I, uh, uh, they're the inspiration. That why. was a good one. That sounded like a soundboard burp. <laughs> it did. Yeah, that was so did. like it, like it was like ventriloquism. Like your mouth didn't even move. It just like came out so streamlined. That was crazy. That was very impressive. Thank you. Thank I'm you. gonna try. I'm not good at. I can't really burp on command, but I feel one coming, and I'm I get excited to burp because I'm not good at it. It doesn't happen often. <laughs> those throw up, those throw up burps. Where you're like. <laughs> yeah, the worst. They just sound gurgle. Yeah, dude. Uh, those those shitty shirts that I do actually love. I love them because of the price. They're always you walk away and then they go from twenty five to fifteen to ten. You know. Mm -hmm. But they inspired me to print on quality t shirts. Don't I owe you a shirt? Was that you? You could have one. I don't remember. I don't know. I have a bunch of friends I gotta give shit to. Anyways, I like making shirts. It's the shit. How's your merch going? It's good. I mean, so I made like I made limited t-shirts because That's the way to do it, man. Well, I don't part of me thinks it was a good idea. Part of me wishes I hadn't. I don't know what the better option was, but you know, I didn't it was my first time making t-shirts and selling shirts, and I was like, I don't know how many people are actually going to buy shirts, but 
I'll make a limited amount and see how they do. And then going forward, I'll know how many to make or if I need to do like print to order or whatever. And so I just made like a hundred. I ended up only releasing like 73 or something. That's awesome though. And then... Because as soon as the road opened up, you sell them live. Well, but then I did... I was planning on releasing them on Monday. I found out I was doing Rogan that weekend and I was like, I should have made more shirts. <laughs> oh yeah, you should have. You can't and make so them then real they, quick. They sold out in like two days. You make more. Well, th that's the other thing is my friend just like helped me. My friend, uh, I got a guy in Torrance. I know. I, it's a well, whole warehouse. Green, I, Green Coast. You know what's up. Yeah, I didn't know anything about this. So I just like hit up my friend who has uh, his company's born and raised. And so I was like, what do I do? And he's like, I'll just I'll just handle it. You can go to my guy. But because it's through like him, it takes so long to get the shirts because it's not These like already the top in like priority. three days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Why don't yeah. you hit me up? I actually love helping because I've been through so much. I've been through like six t-shirt guys and learned so much. Just buy local and pick it up. So I was buying. Yeah, <laughs> that was deep. That was like that from was the bottom one. of my stomach. <laughs> I was buying out of state and they ship it to you. It's like seventy bucks. It's heavy as fuck. I'm like, what am I doing? You're just adding to the cost. Anyways, uh, yeah, I got two people that I I love these guys. I, I actually was very happy with this dude in Long Beach, but then I know this guy. I grew up with him, and that's why I switched. Yeah. So I got two super reliable people. And I also, um, I, because I'm going to be getting more shirts. I don't know when, whenever this dude hits me back <laughs> up, but I want to keep making stuff, but I, I want to make like good shirts, like shirts that people would wear like just all the time no that's that's why like like the loosey goosey uh you they know what it is i don't know if you've seen it but it's just it it's from a viral bit but it's like hang 10 you know it's yeah. like loosey goosey loosey goosey it's my handwriting yeah but like he could wear it to the movies and it's not my face exactly. it's not aggressive and you know, I I'm not fucking Bill Murray. He's wearing a Bill Murray shirt. That you want to rock. <laughs> yeah. Like my face, maybe. Mr. Cat, chill out, homeboy. <laughs> Mr. Cat is so needy right now. Mr. Kitty. And then, uh, but yeah, just have two two shirts at our level. One like staple, like, yeah. like one of your face for the road always. And then one a limited edition. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm still figuring out how I want to go about the whole. I'll tell you all that shit. Merch thing, because I it's it's been like a two year trial and error. Yeah, dude, merch allowed me to move to the beach. It's so merch nice. Merch is where it's at, man. And uh, sales have slowed down, and I'm scared. <laughs> You're gonna be fine. You're gonna be fine. There's no there's no need to fret. That's when you you almost moved in my old apartment. I did almost move in. Why did you apartment. turn that down? I wanted to move in so bad, but the no sink really it's a, it's me. I was about to say no kitchen fucking sucks. I yeah. was honest, like there's no way around it. Yeah. But that location is stupid. It's nice. great. It's yeah. great. Here's the thing. I've lived in my same spot for since the day I got sober. So it's been almost five years in the same house. And I love the house. And it's in East Hollywood. And I like being like not 
in West Hollywood, I like not being in like Echo Park, Silver Lake. Like I like being in the middle where it's not like super gentrified. It's just like the cut, you know, it's like families and like weird like hood gang shit. And it's just like a nice little combination of everything. And I'm right in the middle of where I need to be, I feel like. And my rent is so cheap. And I have my own bathroom. I have parking, laundry. Like, it's a real legitimate house. The only problem is that I have too many roommates. How many roommates? (laughs) I have three roommates. Yeah, man. That's too many. That's the one thing that I'm like, I. that's the only setback. I haven't had roommates in eight years. Well, now I have one, but I get to touch her booty. So yeah, that's nice. That's a perk. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, once I did no roommates, I did studio with kitchen for a year. And then I did studio with no kitchen for seven, eight years. I don't even know a lot. A long, long time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I can't. It's too many. I, I got along with my roommates. I never had a bad roommate. Um, and I still am like. I don't, I don't, I don't want you to know what I'm doing. I like, I like having, like, I would like to move into a place where I have like one roommate. Like, I like having, like, I'm not at the place where I'm like, I need to be alone. Like, it would be nice. I wouldn't be opposed to it. You say that until you try it. Cause I was, I, I'm Mexican, man. I got, now that I have my immediate family, but I have two sisters, but like, we always were, go to Oscar's house. There's 50 kids. You know, we never were alone. Never. So I I didn't even know what it'd be like. And then the first roommate I had, we had different shifts. So I worked nights, she worked days. And then so we like actually missed each other because we'd see each other like once a week, you know? Or uh, anyways, it's it's nice to be alone. I don't know. I like knowing that there's someone else at the house in case I'm like not around like my man, you know, I don't know. Like, it's nice just having someone there. Like, not that I'm going to like kick it with them, but just I don't know. I I like having someone there. Yeah. But with three roommates, especially now with COVID, like one of my roommates is tripping about it. And I'm like, I don't know. Not uh, That would be so annoying. It's just hard when you're on different pages about stuff like that, because then it just causes drama. Yeah. Problems that like. I'm just like, I know people who are very in the middle of drama who are like, I know drama, drama free. And then they're like the most dramatic person. Always. I, <laughs> Always. I truly am like not about drama and I try and have the least amount of conflict possible. And so when you have three roommates, there's likely to be at least some drama. Oh, there's going to be drama. So it's frustrating, but it's just hard. It's it's hard for me to justify moving somewhere that's more expensive right now, especially because things are slow. So it's like, do I want to pay yeah, more you money? Just got Rogan, man, you make that merch, you move up. <laughs> you move up, baby. Use that heat. Yeah. Use that shit. Uh, no, I get it, and it's all right. We hooked up Darius Bennett, another extremely funny. He's comment. great. I'm glad that I'm glad that yeah. you got the place. But I was just, I just wanted to keep it in the family, you know. Yeah. My yeah. goal is to kick some roommates out and then just take over. Take over. That's his plan. <laughs> yeah. Because the house like total, I mean the the whole place if you know, it would be if I say I wanted to live alone in this house, it's only 3000 a month. Yeah. For a four bedroom, two bathroom house. <laughs> you have a podcast That's crazy. studio. If I office. had the money, I would 100% yeah. do that. That's why I was telling everyone to move to the beach. I'm like, guys, now's the time. It's- 2400 for a two bedroom. Yeah. That's 1200 a room. 
and you're one block from the fucking ocean. Remember that shit? Nobody goes anymore. Well, they are now. I go. But yeah, it's just like, dude, I have an ocean view. You saw it? I saw it. From my fucking living room. <laughs> Did you ever think I would have that? No, man. So I mean, nice. later, like, I always had big dreams, but I was like, that'll be later. I'm too too emotional right now yeah <laughs> but i also think like if i were to move or whatever like it's always that thing of like i think it's the same with starting comedy or doing anything that's scary or like you know you're not sure if it's gonna work it's like if you just it always I, works out yeah if i just like do it it's gonna be fun like it's gonna work out every famous fuck i ever heard their speech it's like you gotta take the leap with no net and you know my story. I was too big of a pussy to do it on my own, so God got me fired. And then it was on. And now I live by the beach slinging stickers, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's the truth. You got to take that leap, whatever, whether you fucking make pots or, you know, I, I like ceramics and I've been <laughs> looking at flower pots, but, you know. Do you ever throw? No, I did in high school, but yeah. not since then. Yeah. I really want to take a class. It's so fun. You should, or just find. I'm sure there's some fool who listens to this who's a yeah know, ceramic artist. Yeah, that you could just pop over to their shop and make some bowls. Yeah, my buddy uh, Chris Magoni was really good at it, and I actually eat cereal out of a bowl he made me <laughs> all the time. Yeah, like yesterday. It's like fucking Jesus Christ. It's 20 years old. It's, yeah. Oh, man, I'm getting old. <laughs> we were 16, 17, 19 years yeah. old. When I did that in high school, it just never, like, it was fun to do, but it wasn't like, whoa. Yeah, I now, <laughs> I, I didn't want to get dirty because you're like, fuck, I got to go to all my other classes. Yeah. And I'm just covered. Now I'm like, get me dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to rub that mud on me like Is that what you did Patrick in high Swayze. school? Is that what your, like, thing was? Elective. Your elective? What, what, that's what it's called, yeah. right? Wow. What sport did you do? I did baseball. Really? I was actually really good at baseball, but I quit for pot and yeah. alcohol. Mm -hmm. That happens. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, you'll be varsity, but you have to run a mile a day and do push-ups and sit-ups. I'm like, I'm just going to smoke this bong over here. Yeah. <laughs> I called it Blue Moon because it was blue. That's how you know you're like a young, dumb, like high school stoners when you idiot. name your bongs yeah. and like your weed <laughs> possessions. That's, that's senior frog over there. Yeah. He's got a little frog on it. Yeah. <laughs> I did dance all four years and then I did swim for one year and I initially they all thought that I was really bad at swim because they weren't putting me in the right like comp like meet like they would have me like swim like like a style that I wasn't good at so they would put me they always had like a like at the swim meets they would have one lane that didn't even count for the competition it was pretty much just like the the slow we, lane. It was like it was like the uh, good, good try. Keep the going. The medal for participation. Don't lane. drown. Yeah. <laughs> and then they realized that I was actually really good at this one. It was like the a hundred IM freestyle medley or something, and I was really good at that. But then they had me do uh, four hundred freestyle, which is like you're just going back and forth in this like Olympic pool which is so far That's and my too. parents came out and they were so excited to watch me and i jumped in and i just knew that it wasn't going to go well so i pretended something was wrong with my goggles and, and i just, just doggy swam back i love it it was so bad and then what else did i do i think that was it i hey, wasn't like athletic. also that's a lesson play your strengths man triple yeah. down on that shit yeah 
you don't see me doing Shakespeare over here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. come on, man. You're good at what you're good at. Fucking double down. Swim I- was fun, though, because you got to swim before school. And like, and so I would get to school early. I would swim. I would like shower at school and then go to class. And I felt like I felt like Dan Bilzerian. I was like, yeah, I got all I this. I did surf class. Oh. We had surf class at West High. And it was the best it was only two or three times a week and you get to miss first period like it counted so you so only two i think it was two you get to wake up a little early but you go to the beach yeah and you didn't even have to go out always if the waves were shitty you just run a lap and then if the waves are good you went out and then you get to show up at school at like 10 a.m when everyone just shredded yeah <laughs> goosey goosey bro and then uh yeah it was awesome and that's such a southern california thing totally surf class <laughs> i had surf class i remember for for the swim like team initiation like for everyone who made the swim team we played dodgeball but we used water polo balls and which isn't good because those are big they're like weighted balls yeah you know it's not like fun so bouncy balls one of them hit me in the face on my nose. I have like this crooked nose now. And uh, and I was just gushing blood. And yeah. I wasn't even that good at the swim team. So I'm like, why did I do this? It wasn't yeah. worth it. You just not show up for initiation. There wasn't, I don't remember too much initiation. I remember uh, this one kid, they, the varsity pinned him down and shoved a broomstick in his ass. Not, that sounds bad, but they call, <laughs> it made the newspaper and, and everyone called them broomstick after that. Damn. I guess that's pretty brutal. That is brutal. <laughs> I wonder if he's like triggered by like housekeepers and stuff. He like can't uh, pass a janitor's closet without clenching his butt cheeks. Yeah. I didn't do it. I wasn't there. Yeah. I think that was football. I didn't play football. It was too tiny. But yeah, uh, I don't think it penetrated, but. It made the paper. Yeah, that's big. Oh, Mr. Cat's not allowed on the couch, right? He is, yeah. Come here. Come on, get in the shop, Mr. Cat. Come here. Get up there. I never know like how to respond to cats. Because they don't like, they they don't give you any like, they don't give you like cues like you're doing the right thing. So I'm like, do you like me? I don't like it. (laughs) Mr. Cat, get over here. I feel so like needy when I'm around cats. I'm like, do you like me? Yeah, get in this shot. Yeah, like I don't know how to pick them up and hold them. I don't know what they like. I I, I always I'm so inclined to pet their stomach, and then they just start. They like kicking it right it. here. They're like right here. Don't touch my stomach. <laughs> they like this spot. Oh, have you seen yeah. the videos uh, on TikTok where people wet their toothbrush and rub it on their head because it makes them feel like it's their mom, like they're like a little baby? I have it. Can we try it? Do you have a wet toothbrush? I, I mean, can use? I, I, the one I brushed. You gotta my try teeth it later. I, uh, maybe we'll go buy a ninety-nine cent store. They like brush. really love it. It like soothes them. They like go crazy for it. <gasps> wow. Oh my god, this is so pretty. Kiss me. Oh, nice. Look at this guy. He's Mr. Cat. You're just awesome. Hi. Oh, I got a kitten. I got a kitten. He's in the other room. We have to keep them separated. So I forgot her name, but some Mrs. Cat. (laughs) Miss Cat. It's a kitten. Yeah, cats stress me out. I want to get a dog. 
dogs stress me out. You always have to walk them. I know, but you I think leave that's these good. alone for three days. I know, but I think I need something that's more like attentive. I was a dog person my whole life, and I I actually was like fuck cats. Then I got this fool. Look at that. <laughs> you do have a cool cat. It they're just the shit. Just cause like I love dogs, but it, like having to walk them three, four, five times a day, it's cool now in a pandemic living where I live. But when shit gets busy. It's I've seen it with other comics like, oh, I got to go home. I've been here too long. You're just but like, I also think comics like that because it gives them an out. It does give them. It gives you an out. Come here. Meow, 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 meow. I feel like uh, I feel like Steve Irwin. <laughs> oh, man, he was the dude. I watched that fool in middle school and there'd be like an 18 foot world record alligator. He's like, I'm gonna jump on his back. And then he would, <laughs> and you're like, you're a fucking lunatic. You're a lunatic. And then of course his like thumb gets dislocated or broken. He's like, oh, he broke me thumb. And then he's like, I'm gonna pop it back. And then he goes, pop. And it's all on camera, and you just see his thumb down here and then back there, and you're just like, what are you? He was like the Bob Ross of animals yeah. because <laughs> he would be in, like, the craziest situations but be like, isn't it so beautiful how yeah. the alligator dislocated my thumb? The power of the alligator yeah. is so beautiful. It's majestic. And it's like, bro, your thumb is hanging. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, go to the hospital, sir. Yeah, always. He's like, this is the most deadliest snake in the world one ounce of venom and i go paralyzed and i'm dead we're 300 miles from the nearest hospital let's pick it up and then he'll like <laughs> drop it yeah. and you're like what are you doing man <laughs> oh this is the steve Irwin. rest in peace you were the shit are i'm obsessed the shit. with his family didn't his daughter uh, star in a movie like Flipper or something? Maybe, but she used to have, when I was younger, she had a show called like Bindi the Jungle Girl. Bindi the Jungle Girl. Bindi. It was <laughs> great, great music, great We're intro music, but I'm I was older. obsessed with it. I didn't have it. that. Yeah, there were so many weird shows when I was younger that I like got invested in. There was some like British horseback riding show that I wish I knew <laughs> the name of, but I was like so invested in it. It was like a drama about these like equestrians who lived at this ranch. And I think they were like British or Australian. And I was like, so I was like a horse girl for some reason at that point. Horses are fucking, my dad loves the pony. Well, he loves gambling on them. He studies them and it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I just like, pick oh, whichever one has jockey. the coolest name. This this horse runs good on, on, on turf. It's <laughs> a good bet, but he's good at it. He's always made money at it. It's crazy. crazy. It's weird to be like good at such like a niche like. Well, back in the day, that was a thing. He's from back east. He's from uh, Boston. He actually moved to Palos Verdes in the '60s. He actually lived on this street in the '60s. It's crazy, and uh, yeah, he's he back then like that's what you did. You went and you 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 bet on the ponies. Now it's like a dying breed. I don't feel like it's as rampant. It's a rich people shit too. But it's well, also like poor. People. Yeah, because I was like, I we used to like go as a kid. I used to well. go to Hollywood Park in Inglewood all the time and just be like, this doesn't seem like a place I should be hanging out. I grew in. up near uh, the Wiener Dog race oh, in in Orange County. Is in, that Wiener uh, Dog in that that? They have that like Wiener Dog. Santa's race little track. helper. 
I don't know. It's, it's not a, called wiener drug. Is there a wiener drug? There's, there's a. There's did a, I say drug? Yeah. Did. <laughs> Damn it. Where is it? It's like uh, in Los Al. They have wiener dog races. I'm sorry, but those Santa's little helper dogs, those fast ones, greyhounds, greyhounds. Those are the ugliest dogs I've ever seen. I'm not into them. They're so ugly. I want a, I want a, I want a meaty dog. I want a Labrador, a <laughs> uh, 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 golden retriever. I don't want. I don't want to see the dog's rib cage. I don't want no, <laughs> yeah. no fucking anorexic model dog. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, they look ill. What the fuck is that? I oh, like... this is my dog with cancer. That's too dark. <laughs> too dark. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I like. They just look. Uh... I like cute dogs, like medium sized. I used to have a dog named Sandy. She was so cute. We found her at the beach. And she, the owners, we're at the beach. I was with my dad and my or I think it was just me and my dad. And there were two dogs. There was this like ugly Chihuahua dog that was like super annoying and barked all the time. And then there was Sandy, this like terrier mix, you know, just like a white Maltese. And you left the Chihuahua. Well, so the, so I was just petting Sandy. I, I was like, I, I was just like, your dog is so cute. I'm like seven years old. I'm like, this is the cutest dog. I'm like, oh my God, I love your dog. I wish I could have your dog. Your dog's so cute. And they're like, actually, these two dogs don't get along. And like, we've had the Chihuahua for longer. So like, if you want the dog, like you can just pay for the leash and the dog's free. And so I was like, dad, can we have the dog? And he's like, a deal's a deal. Five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Can't pass up that. It's a good deal. He's got so then, all his shots. Five bucks. Yeah. So we got sandy and had her for so long and she was the best dog ever almost got hit by a car once in long beach that was traumatic but she survived she was i don't a know what mr cat does out there but i want to say he's probably been hit there's a raccoon trap next door and he's digging his nose in it <laughs> i'm like hey fool come on man my wire cutters don't work you know i want a possum uh, those are really ugly. I like possums. <laughs> those are really ugly. They're so cute. They're cute as a baby. They're so cute. They're so cute. We had possums in our backyard, and so we set up like uh, like cages to trap them and bring them to wherever you bring possums. And we trapped a little baby, and I was like, Dad, can we just keep it for a little bit? So it just like sat in this cage outside of my window. I named her Wendy. You could domesticate anything. I wanted you to. You see those memes, that one lady that ha is just holding that raccoon that is like three times the size as Mr. Cat? You're like, lady. Like, that <laughs> raccoons are so cute. They got little banded eyes, and, and they wash their food. <laughs> they just get a bad rap because they go through your trash. That's how I feel about possums. Yeah, those just seem like giant rats to me. <laughs> I like them. But the babies are cute as shit. They're so cute. I need to open up an animal rescue or something. You should. And just, I got to do good deeds. We all got to do, maybe me a little bit more than the rest <laughs> of y'all, but got to clean the slate. I do good deeds. I do good deeds now, but the first half of my life is what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Sorry about that, God. Let me just uh let me let me sweep this old lady's porch real quick. I remember some friends were giving me shit because I was in downtown LA and I was really fiending for a cigarette. I don't remember what I was doing, but I was just roaming the streets and I was like, I didn't have any vape or cig or my nicotine fix and i so was you just, pushed down an old man and stole a cigarette no i was just walking around and i saw this 
older homeless dude smoking a cigarette and I went up to him I was like hey man how are you and we're chopping it up and I was like do you happen to have another cigarette and he was like yeah so I bummed a cigarette off this homeless guy you bummed a cigarette off a bum you yeah. can say it yeah you can say it <laughs> and and I, I got a cigarette and we were chatting and I was like all right thanks man have a good one and I told my friend and they were like why would you take a cigarette off he a homeless guy. He was happy to have the company. Exactly. I said, when's the last time you've talked to a homeless dude? Yeah. Yeah. I made eye contact. We talked. We you're, shared a moment. You're like, I stole three <laughs> bucks out of his money cup. But yeah. that's another story. I'm like, why wouldn't I treat him like a regular? He's a regular dude. He just doesn't have a home. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, I, oh, sir. I'm not going to make eye I'm going to walk past you and ignore you. No. if I Most of the time, say, they just want a conversation. Yeah. I remember one time I was sitting in WeHo and I was just kind of like kicking it outside of the shop. It was late at night and I'm just sitting there kind of like, I, I, I honestly looked like somewhat homeless. I feel like I always look somewhat homeless. And I was sitting there for a while, just posted up. And I remember people just kept walking by me. Not that I had like any sign up or something. I was just kind of sitting there and... uh and I remember how shitty it felt to have so many people walk by you and not acknowledge you. Yeah, I've had a few uh, homeless incidents. One time I was locked out of my house and had to spent, I spent the night in a coffee shop, 24 mm. hours. And then like uh, someone was about to ask me for money and then like another person stopped them like, no, nah, no, nah, he homeless too. <laughs> and I was like, I just started laughing. I was like, well, tonight I am. And then another time I was sitting on the curb in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard outside Second City, just uh, Second C- Second City, Second just City. eating watermelon because it was hot as fuck and it was yeah. cold watermelon. So delicious. Sitting Indian style on Hollywood Boulevard. Yes. And then some dude asked me if I, I was smoking at this time. And he's like, you want to buy some Kush? I was like, no, nah, bro, I got some. And then he asked me for heroin. And I just, I tried to make that into the bit. I've talked about it, but I just think that's so funny. You try to sell me weed and <laughs> then buy heroin off me. I was sitting Indian style, you know, <laughs> on the Hollywood Boulevard, which is heroin, heroin block. Anyways, uh, yeah, that happened. And then, I don't know, a third, but it's been a couple. I remember couple I was in... I was in Ireland and I did not have a good experience over there. I think it's because I just didn't do it right. I was in London doing shows and I was having so much fun. And I booked this trip to Ireland because I'm like, I'm going to connect with my heritage. And um, and I was having so much fun in London that it felt like I put myself in time out by going to Ireland. Like it just like canceled any fun i was having i also went there during saint patrick's day which is not a good time sober too <laughs> sober oh yeah that's not a, that's not the place even if i be. was drunk i would have had a miserable time but i was over there and i remember i had I, it's weird the 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 airport in ireland is like they have all these pictures of red-haired people in the airport and so i took a video of it and i'm like this is so funny they're just like we know we know what we are yeah <laughs> and there was this one little freckled red-headed kid in the airport like the picture of him and i'm like this is so funny so i took the picture i posted it and then i'm in ireland st patrick's day i'm leaving the next day but i didn't have a place to stay all the hostels were booked up 
So I don't have a place to stay. So I go to this 24 hour internet cafe. I'm kicking it in there. And there's a group of these like 17 year old boys who had just gotten back from a rave and they're all fucked up and they're sweaty and they're waiting for like to sober up to go home. And I'm kicking it and I'm like talking to them. And one of the kids is like, I don't know something. I don't know how it came up, but I'm like, yeah, it's so crazy. You look familiar. Like, I don't know why. And they're like, oh, th- this dude's a celebrity out here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're Ed Sheeran. Like, what, you know, <laughs> Yeah. you know, who are you? And he's like, they were joking. They were like, no, he's just in the airport. And I'm like, you're the freckled kid in the airport. And I showed him the video I took. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> and he was ashamed of it. Yeah. <laughs> Be proud of it, freckle face. But it was it was just one of those weird moments where I'm like so delirious. Like I feel almost as fucked up as these kids because I'm just up waiting to leave. That's the worst. I did that at JFL too. I remember I was like, I don't need a hotel. I'll just stay up. I have an early flight. Miserable. Any amount of... Okay, let me... Here's the lesson right here. Any amount of sleep is better than no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Get the hotel room. Get the fucking hotel. It's worth it. Eat the, eat the 100, 200 bucks. For four hours of sleep. It's fucking worth, it's so it. worth it. I'm sitting in the couch in the lobby and everyone's going to their flights and partying and this and that. And I'm just sitting there with my luggage, just trying, just with my hat down over my head. It's so painful. It's so painful. It's so painful. Something about just the little four walls and a bed. It's just a sanctuary. Oh, it's miserable. Yeah. I don't do drugs anymore, so I can't, like, I get it. If I'm drinking and partying and go straight, that's different. But then you miss your flights. I've done that a time or two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was awful. And then every, it was the only big loungy couch was right by the elevator. So everyone just, hey, what do you eat? You, know, you feel like, like a voyeur uh, into people's yeah. lives. And you're like, oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like, everyone is doing things and going places. And they yeah. know what they're doing. And you're just, like, waiting and... In this weird purgatory of life. And also, like, I, I even though, like, I'm homies with so many comics, I just feel weird, like, hey, can I come sleep on your floor? You know yeah. what I mean? I'm fucking 36. You can't ask that anymore. <laughs> Although I did sleep on Chappelle Lacey's floor. Because he's... When? Back, Where? JFL the first night. Mm. So they give you, like, two nights a hotel and for the showcase. And then I was like, I'll fly in a day early and I'll stay a day late. And then I'm a dumb fuck and truly just forgot, like, I don't have a place to stay. And then back to the full circle, like someone being easy and the kindest dude and just happy to be around. I was like, yo, Chappelle, can I sleep on your floor just tonight? I get my room tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, yeah. So I slept in his hotel, but then he flew home. And then I actually forgot that I didn't have a hotel the last night and I'm leaving and some comics, uh, Brad Davis Silnesser, he was checking out. He's like, oh, you staying an extra night? And I go, yeah. He's like, oh, you got a hotel? Because everything's sold out. And I was like, no, <laughs> I don't. And I was ready to hit the town. Like, yeah. when you hit the town there, you're gone for 12 hours. There's, you don't, you know, it's just a festival. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I ran upstairs and I just packed up my shit and, uh, just checked it in the lobby like yeah. hey can you hold my luggage came back at like 4 a.m and then sat on a couch till like 7 a.m that's rough it was rough <laughs> it was rough but a truly like i didn't even like shit like that doesn't register i don't know i gotta work on that but if, if i didn't see brad i would have just left 
and they would have packed my shit up yeah. for me and just put it in a closet and been like, oh, sorry. Forgot about that. <laughs> Forgot about the old checkout time. I feel like sometimes I'm too much the opposite now at this point. Like I used to be like that, like super loosey goosey. And then I'm like always stressed and always yeah. like, how am I going to do the next thing and whatever. And now I feel like I, I'm too aware and I'm like too like, like I'll be thinking about it for too long. Like, okay, I'm checking in at this time. Like I should leave at this time and then I have to be there by this time. And then I'll, you know, like yeah. I'm too consumed and the I'm, planning and I'm oddly, I'm both now. Like I, like this moving in, he saw my old apartment. I've, everything had a place. The, the cat comb had a hook. The lint roller <laughs> had a hook. When I moved in here, I was like, I don't, even though I have more space, I was like, I don't know what to put where. And I just would like leave food out because I'm like, I give up, you know, like, yeah. it's, I don't know. It's weird, but I need order, man. But then I'll like plan everything and then, I, and then, and then I'll just forget and be like, oh, forgot to book a hotel. <laughs> what do you mean? You have no place to sleep tonight. It's fun. I just I I I I went to Vegas like two weeks ago, two three weeks ago, and it was so fun because I had been planning to go, but we were just kind of like going with the flow. So like we had nowhere to stay, you know. Yeah. So it's like the first night we just ended up in the Mojave, checked into like we were like looking up motels, checked into a Best Western, and then the next night the next day we went to Vegas, and then we we're like, where should we stay? Sometimes that's fun and it could turn into the best adventure ever. And then other times it's just a nightmare. And yeah. You're like, what did I do? <laughs> this one ended up working out. Yeah. Where it's like every night we stayed at a different place and it all worked out and was like super fun. Some of those little off the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so old. I'm 36, but I used to, my dad loves gambling. So I would go from literally the time I was in my mother's womb till, uh, you know, till now we'd go two, three times, four times a year. That was just but we loved it because they have pools and arcades. So but fun as a kid. I got to experience a little bit of old Vegas, like all the shit that they imploded and like Fremont Street. Like Fremont, but like uh, some of the old. I think I don't know about Sands, but like Stardust or whatever. Like all the shit that the wind bulldozed to build wind towers. Like the shit that was there before, Imperial Palace and. Did and you ever stay at the New Orleans? I have many of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. They got a movie theater, a bowling yeah. alley, a kid's. Uh, they had we, the best. Ho I don't know. I The last time and the only time I went, my dad was like, girls, he would always take me and my sisters on like these random vacations. But there was always some like ulterior motive that we didn't know about. Yeah. He was like, my friend, he got us this deal. It's a really great hotel. Beautiful on the street. Like he was like really selling it to us. We pull up to the New Orleans, which is not on the strip. Not at all. And it's, it's not a, a nice hotel. Like, it's I not like bad, it. but it's I not like, like it. the way that he was selling it. We thought it was going to be like glamorous and it was not. But they had the best hot dogs that they would sell like in the casino. Yeah. Just like randomly. They had like hot dog vendors. It was like $5 hot dogs or maybe even like $2 hot Vegas dogs. Vegas has the best fucking hot dogs, But it was man. the best hot dogs. <laughs> and we just so ate good. that the whole trip. It was the best. It ended up being the best trip of my life. The Arlene's is good. Like I, I you know, I, I know I'm Mexican, but we'll have like four or five hotel rooms and roll like 18 20 people deep <laughs> and that shit is good because we always got kids around so they have like a kid zone you just drop your kids off yeah they have like and rock they go climbing play. for kids they have like a whole playground and then you go gamble and then they got bowling alley movie theater so it's very family but if you're not 
family it's the it's the worst yeah. hotel because it's like go go to the cosmo and have some fun and I remember be we trendy saw, and all that shit i think moulin rouge had just came out yeah and i saw it and i was the too cartoon young. or live action no the like oh, the one with school. like christina aguilera oh i'm thinking of moulin <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's a good movie yeah. <laughs> so we saw moulin Oopsie. rouge and i was I'm like seven, and I was like, this movie blows. <laughs> and I remember walking out crying, being like, I don't want to see this movie. Yeah. We're in Vegas. It's not a movie for a seven year old. No. Yeah. But I was like the youngest. My sisters are seven and five years older than me, you know? And I was just like, I'm this the youngest sucks. too. And then also, my dad's gnarly, and I'd Same. be seven and just watching Deliverance. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, dad. <laughs> yeah. This is weird, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. I remember watching the worst movies. So many that one uh uh with fucking Jodie Foster. Pantagroup. No, oh. the one on the pinball machine. Oh. It's about it's <gasps> Oh, the, the they the have rape the one. Rape uh. I saw that as a little kid. That's messed like, up. Uh people under the stairs traumatized me. Pet Cemetery traumatized yeah, me. Yeah, my sisters Menace made me watch Society. It. My sisters made me watch The Ring. Drugstore Cowboy. Freaked me out. Watch Drugstore Cowboy when you're eight years old and see if you're not drawn to the needle, huh? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Motherfuckers. And uh, I mean, whatever. I know I'm getting old because my knees hurt just from sitting. Yeah, they do hurt. What the hell? <laughs> this is messed up. I'm all hurricity crickety. I got to do yoga and eat alkaline diet. Oh, it's so annoying. I have to do a cheeseburger. <laughs> I have to do a boric acid in my coochie this week. Nice. Why? You got yeasties? No, no yeast. I just I have on. This is just bacteria vaginosis. Yeah, the old BV. It the just, old BV. It loves me that stuff. <laughs> I've my dated vagina, many women that struggle with that. It's it like, just, just the wind goes by and they get BV. I'm like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's so messed up. Yeah, it's fucked. It's not fair, and it's one of those things where it's like you don't have to treat it. It's just like annoying. Yeah. Because like I don't notice it. I just happen to go get my coochie checked. And they're like, you have BV. And I'm like, tell me something I don't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I wake yeah, up, yeah, I wake up yeah. with the old BV, you know? And so I'm going to try a new thing. Boric acid in the old poochie doochie. Yeah. And, uh, you put yogurt in there. That's for I, yeast, though. I'm not I'm not earthy enough to be putting... You put garlic cloves in there. In there. You, I know. I've you read will all these smell, things. You will have a garlic pussy. Yeah, I can't do that right now. <laughs> Unless I'm dating a vampire. Yeah. And I'm trying to get some time off. I'm not <laughs> no putting way. garlic in my cooch. Gucci. But I'm excited to throw something up there new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. It's used to the old tampon and dickeroni. Dickeroni. <laughs> the occasional. The old, the old finger. The old yeah. Yeah. The old clean finger. But it's scary because boric acid is like you can't like if you ingest it, you it's bad. It's bad but apparently if you ingest it through your Maybe vagina you dilute it a little bit i don't know yeah about that. i'm scared but excited where do you get boric acid they have they have um you mean suppos- borax Bor- maybe that's what it- no, no boric, boric acid it's like a borax soap. is for cleaning it's all natural yeah. it's, a, it's a mind but they have like suppositories that you can just buy at like target or you just yeah there's all sorts of suppositories uh i i 
I told you I put an anti-nausea suppository in my booty hole. To, How to, did you insert it? Just finger? Yeah. What do you think? Well, because I think the one. Pole? Well, I think the ones at Target they like give you an applicator to oh, put it no. in. Oh no! Just fucking shove it in, dude. I it's don't a know. little bullet. It's a little bullet. Vaginas are confusing. There's so many different like it's like a it's like a choose your own adventure. Oh, it's like a yeah. water park you where got, there's different slides. Yeah, butthole just got one. Yeah. <laughs> it's confusing. That down suppository there. saved my life. I had a food poisoning from a rotten hot dog at a golf course when I was like twenty. And I, I couldn't eat hot dogs for like eight years. That would never happen me. at the New Orleans hotel. No, no, it wouldn't. They rotate. They yeah. sell. <laughs> they sell. Anyways, uh, I thought I was going to die and I was about this close to going to the emergency room and then my mom was like, put this bullet up your ass, it'll stop. And then it did. I was like within 30 minutes, I was a different human being. Wow. It was crazy. What was it that you put up there? Uh, Anti-nausea suppository. My grandmother had them because she was old and passing on to the next world and they gave them to her because she gave anti-nausea pills, she just throw up. They gave her these little bullets. Save my life, dude. And it's weird. You put it up there, you clench your butt cheeks, and it shoots up like a rocket. And you're like, Whoa. wow, I'm gay now. <laughs> no, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, it's, it, That's it, fun. it made me stop. Pu I was literally, uh, the, the whole pissing out my butthole on the toilet and puking in the trash can, just dying, dying, crawling, <laughs> pale, white, like a ghost. My family was like, oh, you should go to the hospital, man. We're, we're about to take you. And then my mom was like, try this. And then real quick, I was like, oh, I, was like, I think I could drink some water. If you've ever been that sick, you can't do anything. Yeah. You drink water. I had oh. to get a colonoscopy in high school. And they make you drink like a liquid laxative. Mm -hmm. And it was so fun because you're just like, it feels like a drug experience where you're like, when's it going to kick in? Yeah. Like, when's it going to kick <laughs> in? You're just waiting until you have to like run to the bathroom and then it finally happens and it's just it's, coming out. Yeah. But it's like, it's a controlled, com like, it's not like you're sick and you're like, this sucks. It's like you're excited for it, kind of. <laughs> and it's just coming out. And it's like, wow, it's crazy that people, like, pe there's just things out there that cause your body to yeah. act differently my dad had to do a colonoscopy fuck and he did that shit but he squirted on his friend's uh car seat and it was just like ah you're gonna have to deal with that, that sucks. i'm too old and too sick i gotta go in yeah they yeah. just tell you they're like do not have any plans yeah so I was just stay near a toilet. It was so fun. I kind of want to do it for fun, just to kill time, get it all out. <laughs> it's good. It's and then good you to get, get it to see, and then you get to see the pictures of the inside of your booty, and that's so cool. I'm. I don't want to see it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> it's really cool. I've bent over and spread my cheeks in front of the mirror. <laughs> I'm good. I don't want to look again. You gotta just look once or twice, you know. How's the old Texas red eye doing? I oh. do it often after showers. Well, you're a girl. Guys don't really want to see their hairy asshole unless yeah. they're into other guys. You know? Guys' buttholes are so hairy. I, I mean, not, so I, are girls, I, I, but, but... Look at this. I'm not hairy at all. Not hairy. I got four hairs on my chest. Butthole, woolly mammoth down <laughs> yeah, there. What common. the fuck? Very common. Why? It just all goes there. It all goes there. <laughs> I don't have hairy legs. I'm butthole. 
Okay, Chewbacca. I'm sorry. I got to pee so bad. Can go we pee. take a two-second yeah. break? Pee-pee break. Do you have to go pee-pee? Yeah, but I'm going to hold it. Okay. Oh. Maybe. No, I'm going to hold it. Okay. We, we don't have too much longer. We hit an hour, but I just, we're, uh, we're flowing. What we're else? Flowing. What else do we talk about? Now that I come back from a pee, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. Um, do I have any questions? I never have any questions. Do you, do you only do comedians on this? Uh, yeah, so far. Oh, my sisters and mother one time, right? Oh, cute. Did yeah. everyone like that episode? Yeah, that, that, my mom's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I got to get them back. It's hard to get them. Now I'm local. They'll, they'll come back. Yeah. I wanted to get my aunt and my, my aunt Norma and my mom. Dude, my aunt Norma got kicked out of the convent. She was trying to be a nun. <gasps> and then we're like, you got kicked out? She's like, yeah. And we're like, why? She's like, I wanted to see the nun's underwear. Like, what do they wear under there? You know? We're like, what? And like, <laughs> she's telling the truth. Like, she, they keep getting kicked out of funerals because they laugh. Oh, my God. Because, I love that. Yeah. So I want them to come on and tell their story. Yeah. Why do funerals have to be so depressing? Yeah. Lighten it up a little bit, yeah. folks. <laughs> One time they were laughing so hard that everyone was like consoling them because they thought they were crying, oh like my convulsive God. crying. And they were like, oh, you're laughing. You're a monster. Yeah. I remember going to my grandpa's funeral when I was really little and I was just so uncomfortable because I'm young. I don't really understand. Like, I know that he's dead, but I was just like, this is such a weird experience yeah. to see your family like be all sad and dark when you don't know them that way. So I would just, I got the giggle so bad and I kept looking at my sister and being like, <laughs> It's funny, man. And I mean, it's not funny, but it's 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 a funny way to deal with shit. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got the giggle so bad. It's okay. It's it was natural. so fu- it was hilarious. My dad was crying so hard, and I never I've only seen my dad cry two times. Once was at his dad's funeral, which I also was giggling at. Uh, and he the way that my dad cries is so funny because he never cries when he does it's like (gasps) (laughs) and he's just like this big dude and so i just like can't i met your dad yeah he's great and then he cried after watching the notebook and he was crying so hard that me and my sisters thought that he was like joking and so we're all cracking up and he was like seriously like sobbing and so we were just we couldn't stop laughing my dad like won't cry either but like for funerals or any of us or anything like a brand new baby your only grandson granddaughter but then he'll cry during a whitney houston ballad and we're just like (laughs) you have five guns and you fish and this is what makes you cry (laughs) that voice and you're just like you see him well up we're like all right man i mean you could be proud of us, you know? I mean, not, not that Whitney Houston is one of the greatest singers of all time, of course, but it's just crazy. And he loves... My dad, like, is a flannel fisherman, gambling man, loves the booze, you know. smoke. He doesn't smoke anymore, but two packs of marble red kind of guy for 20 years. And he l- loves Celine Dion and Whitney Houston. That... I love he that. owns four CDs, and two of them are Celine Dion, and two of them are Whitney Houston. <laughs> he doesn't buy CDs. You know what I mean? He's an AM radio kind of guy. <laughs> KNX 1070. KNX 1070 News Radio. 
yeah your dad listened to that shit too yeah, or what? I was, yeah 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 i That's love a- like local radio station jingles like I, I i love like copying them yeah 94 7 the, the way, way except she could sing <laughs> well can you can this mic pick up my stomach that's a, grumbling that's the joe rogan mic that's the michael jackson mic level up Ooh. has your life changed since doing rogan no that sucks <laughs> no it's great yeah right it's great i thought i was so happy i told you i yeah. was so happy i was, just, my, I was like I couldn't even hide it. I love it when friends get shit. I'm when only Punky bummed. Got SNL. I'm only bummed it happened during COVID because I wish I could like really soak it in and like go out and have people be like, "Is that the?" No, girl that's who's what I genuinely <laughs> thought too. I was like, "Damn!" I mean, it's still the best thing ever. But I was like, if you didn't get it during a pandemic, that's road dates immediately. Yeah. But I'm honestly, I think it it worked out the way it was supposed to because um, I th- honestly like. I think slow and steady is the way to go. So it's nice that it didn't like blow anything up too much because then it would just be like nonstop. And I think it's kind of fun to still have like the struggle of like selling tickets and like doing all that and putting in the work. So I think in some ways it was good that it happened when it did because I get to kind of just keep doing my like grimy. Slow and steady. If you get shit too quick in this business, you fuck yourself. Yeah. You're not ready. Even though you're you're going to be ready. You know what I mean? Like. It's just a, it's a process. It's a long game. Yeah, but I was did just, he move to Texas yet? He's uh-huh. there officially. He's in Texas, yeah. Wow. But I was just hosting this event for the hundreds, and uh, it was like a drive-in event, and they had me host it. And so when people were driving in, I had a megaphone and a golf cart, and I was just like <laughs> yelling at everyone and saying yeah. crazy stuff. And I, I I realized David Cho was there, who was on Rogan like a couple weeks yeah. after me. And he I'm like so fascinated by him and think he's so cool. And he's like a quiet, like humble, like low key dude. And I see him and I'm just like being so like I'm just the opposite of David Cho. And I'm like yelling at people being so annoying. Yeah. And he like rolls up his windows and I'm like, dude, he hates me. And like, I wanted to like really connect with him and like get to know him and be like, we were just on Rogan, you know? Did he say what's up? Well, no. So I'm like all nervous. I'm like, damn, like his first impression of me is like, this girl's so loud. And you're like, no, this is what I'm getting paid to do. It's the job. They hired me to. Oh, my stomach is grumbling. So I hope that this catches it because it's like impressive. But um, <laughs> so he he rolls up his window. I'm like, damn, I just blew this chance to like meet him and like be on like a cool first impression basis. And I'm I'm telling Bobby, who's like a Bobby Hunters. Event. I was yeah. about to say, do you know him? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I, I'm talking to Bobby and I'm like, dude, David Cho is here. That's crazy. And he's like, oh, yeah, like I'll, I'll introduce you guys. And I'm like, no, he hates me. Meanwhile, I have no idea what this fool thinks of me, but in my head, I'm like, he hates me. <laughs> yeah. And Bobby's like, come here. And so I'm like, okay. And he's like, David, this is Allie. Like, and he's like, by the way, like David thinks you're really funny. And I'm like, no, he's not. Like, you're just trying to like hype me up. So I'm like not in my head. And he's like, no, seriously, he thinks you're funny. We go up there. He's like, David, don't you think she's funny? And I'm like, oh, oh my no. God. Why you got to like, do that? He was like, yeah, you were super funny. Like, that was so awesome. Like, and then we started talking and he was so cool. But I was just so in my head at first. But we were talking about, you know, Rogan. We were talking about. I'm I want one of his shirts like the one that he gave Rogan I'm like yeah I'm like I'm not saying you should give me a shirt but I will wear I'll it I wear it every day of my yeah. life I never wash it never take it <laughs> but off. I just had Bobby on the podcast Bobby hundreds Bobby hundreds fuck yeah dude I follow him on Instagram I used to uh 
When I was a pill head, I knew a guy that worked at his warehouse, the hundreds in downtown LA. And I used to trade him pills and just go in and steal and fill up a duffel bag of gear. (laughs) That's so Thanks, Bobby Hundreds. I appreciate you. Don't hire junkies next time because we get in cahoots. I got a gang of free shit. That shit was dope. So much so that some of it I couldn't even, I'd get like two of one and I'd sell it later to to PJ when I was really broke at Trader Joe's. Like, yo, man, I got this brand new hoodie, man. 20 bucks, dude. And I'd be slanging his shit. I have a gig in Texas, in Austin. When? November 5th. I just got it. A one-nighter. All right. I'm trying to... I think I'm going to go to Florida this month and just do my own shows. Like random bar venues. uh, They're not going to pay me to fly someone out, but... Yeah, no, I think I'm just going to start booking some of my own shows at random spots. If you want to go, you can open the show for sure. Okay. Okay. Down. Down. I'll there see you in Texas. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, nervous. I'm never. I've. It's just cool. It's just cool. I got a one nighter. They're like, it's just a flat fee, and they're like, you book the hotel, you book the flight, you do everything. And I was like, all right. At the <laughs> Vulcan good. in I've Austin. Never heard of it. I've never been to Austin. I've never been to Austin either. I've, my my uncle lives in Dallas, so I've only been to like Dallas, and that's it. I've done. Uh, that's dope. So we're doing Utah and Texas. It's exciting. Yeah, I can do it. I was about to say I think I'm going to be out of town, but I'm not. November 5th. Maybe we'll line some other gigs up on the way. Or I don't even know. I always say that, and then you reach out, and then nobody responds. You're like, I just feel like an asshole now. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'll be in New York. I'm here for three nights. Anybody know of any spots? No. <laughs> No, they don't. And every and then fans say, "When are you performing in New York?" I'm like, "I'm trying." <laughs> I got one spot at Gotham, and it was seven minutes, and it was from my management. And I got to go up before Jim Gaffigan, and I didn't do that well. <laughs> it was different. a tough crowd. Yeah, he didn't even do that well. They were just, they were just, they were. Gotham was hard. I've never I, done Gotham. I did it for seven minutes, and then and I was sweating. <laughs> Was, when you get off stage and you're like that felt like seven hours yeah yeah and then i did this other little bar show and that was fun and then i did uh this other little bar show that i just literally just was hanging out was like hey i'm from la can i hop on last and they threw me on they were just cool and that was the funnest one that shit was awesome it's always like the most random one. Yeah, like. this fool Marcelo. I, I met you once. I'll never forget you, bro. Thank you. Just threw me on. He's like, all right, everybody. We got actually have, actually, we have one more. You guys got one more in you. And then it was a late night. I love that late night. Yeah. A little brick room, a little dirty uh, bar show. Fucking awesome. Yeah, three spots in New York. Anyways, that's just dope. Um. Wow, we're going to Utah and Texas. This I'm excited exciting. for Utah. Utah is going to be crazy. Uh, I think that's it. We got one more thing in the chamber, but anything else you want to? That shit's so dope. Wait a minute. The Brogan shit, I know I keep talking about it. I'm just fascinated yeah, with it. I was so happy. You went down the comment you rabbit hole, didn't you? Oh, of course. Of course. 
uh i don't even know who told me that like she read the comments i was like why would you do that <laughs> well here's the thing i wasn't like doing too much of a deep dive i just wanted like the init to see like initially what was happening and for the most part like the top i mean if you if you really want to emotionally cut yourself just go to newest comments and that's where like the dark shit is but i went to top comments and they were all mostly like positive and super funny and like people were like roasting me in like a fun anyway not in like a i hate you you suck type of way it was like she sounds like she snowboards stuff like yeah. that where i'm like <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. funny like that's i like funny i, I love that. i love that stuff <laughs> yeah. so i i read like those comments and they were all like mostly positive um which i was i mean i wasn't scared to do rogan's podcast i was scared to like just have it be out there for so many people to listen to like that was the scary part it wasn't like doing it it was like the fact that anyone could form an opinion about me after that. That was the scary part. But it was like overwhelmingly like positive for the most part. Yeah. Of course, there are negative comments. Yeah. But like for the like the way that I thought that it was going to go down in terms of comments, it was like so, so much better than I anticipated. So it was really funny and nice. Cool. This guy, my neighbor vacuums oh, every, that that every day, sometimes <laughs> twice a day. I'm like dog <laughs> what kind of ocd shit you got up there man maybe he has an animal shelter up there yeah yeah hiding it's ace ventura you know <laughs> he he does the whistle they all come out yeah no i went down some youtube rabbit hole uh, i mean uh, uh comment rabbit holes uh when the laugh factory posted my shit and it's crazy because like nine out of eight out of ten will be positive oh you're funny blah 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 and then the two that aren't you're like I start comment battling them. <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. You weren't there. You don't know what happened, yeah. you know? And you're just like, what am I doing? Yeah. It's overwhelmingly good shit. Why do we focus on the fucking negative? It's our whole culture. It's the whole clickbait news, the news in general. It's like, if you just show the hero of the day, that guy saved a cat from a fire. Why don't you? No, they show the cat on fire. Those fucking bastards. <laughs> fucking brutal. Yeah. Why? I saw, I saw, I saw stop checking like i stopped like giving in because there was a time where i would like respond to people and then i'm like i don't need to prove myself to anyone or like yeah. to have them change their opinion about me like if anything i i enjoy that people don't all feel the same about me and that it kind of causes controversy in the comments when i notice like someone has a negative comment and then i see it's like four more comments tap to see and then there's people being like no she actually said this and implied oh, i love that i'm shit. like i love the, the i like the, that there's like intermingling within the comments them policing themselves no that's not what they said yeah i already talked about it but a, a, a facebook account stole my meme it, or cropped my name off it, oh, stole yeah. it and they have like two or three million two like a lot millions of followers and then uh someone i was like yo thanks for tagging me in this you fox or whatever and then uh people were talking shit at me and i'm just trying to explain it i'm like no it's very simple they keep my name in it they make money i make money they chop my name off they make money i don't make money yeah it's just it's not necessary i and then you explain that and then they just like fuck you you piece of shit yeah and god then, forbid you want money yeah and then uh and then people think just because you perform at the laugh factory in the comedy store you're rich you're like oh i wish yeah. that was 20 bucks motherfucker <laughs> and then uh but a lot of the p 
people were like, no, no, this is why it's wrong. Like this is theft of intellectual property and a simple tag and, and the trolls don't want to hear it. No. They just, they just, uh, they were calling me Kanye West and <laughs> go eat fish dicks. I was like, I like fish sticks. I like fish dicks. I don't give a fuck. Just tag me in the motherfucking shit. And it's just people, this, uh, the trolls, they don't want to hear it. They're just, a whole, they're just, a, they're, just, they're just in darkness. You know, yeah. they just need love to be honest is the bottom line. But the other people policing them was actually quite cool. I was like, thank you. There is an army of people who get it. Yeah. And who it's like everybody can win. I don't think people realize that enough. It's like, hey, there is win-win scenarios. Yeah. It's it's uh, they share my shit and tag me in it. I get followers and ticket sales to live shows, which is all I give a fuck about. And they get keep the viral shit going. And uh, it's it's synergy, baby. Okay, enough about that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got to get to the nitty gritty. I wore my fancy socks. You Ooh. like that? TJ Maxx special. I wore my cheap socks. Dude, TJ Maxx, discount stores. Oh, the shit, dude. You get yeah. everything there. So cheap. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we finished my show with a good pooping of the pants story where you diarrhea on a, on a boyfriend on your first date. First date boyfriend, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Just a real embarrassing as a wedding night or wedding, anything. You you diarrhea in high school and you sprayed the walls at the cheerleading camp. <laughs> some good, some good, good. Okay, so I opened my Rogan episode with a pooping I saw my that. pants story. I saw that. So I don't want to repeat the yeah, same story. Yeah, you got another one. The highlight of it Chipotle. is just that I thought that I was going to fart. It's the classic. You know, you think you're going to fart. It ends up coming out watery poop and you, know, <laughs> you ruin your college couch. But um, I this isn't like a pooping my pants story. This is just an embarrassing poop story. I was at Jewish sleepaway camp and I had really bad hemorrhoids at the time because I, I don't know. I think I was just like eating some you get hemorrhoids at that young of an age. Yeah, because I, I, I think I was like really lactose intolerant at that time. And uh, I was just like eating like a lot of bad food. Like I, you know, when you're in like middle school, you're you not just eating eat flaming good food. hot Cheetos and top ramen. Yeah. So I was just eating like the bad. worst shit and i was always like really constipated so i would just take these like crazy painful dumps and like just be straining so hard like i had hernia surgery at age in like fifth grade because i would strain Damn, so girl, hard mixing going some broccoli over there i'm, yeah. I'm one to talk i mean I, now same i'm, thing. Same now thing I'm good here. but yeah. i would strain so hard i had a hernia i had to get hernia surgery and then i had hemorrhoids and so when I would poop, I would always bleed. Like I always had bloody poops and it was really, it wasn't all the time, but it would act up at certain points. And I was at this sleepaway camp and it's embarrassing. You're like around friends. You feel like you're grown up because you're away from home and you're just Why having the best Why is pooping time. in front of friends at a young age the most mortifying Traumatic. experience <laughs> on earth? Yeah. I'll, I'm, my whole, I talk about farts and poops. I think it's the funniest shit on earth. It's literally a segment in my podcast. I don't give a fuck now. As a kid, oh my god, I'd hold it the whole. I ain't pooping at school. It's then you're shameful. the pooper. Then you're the fucking, and they throw a little wet toilet paper at you when you're pooping. <laughs> boys, boys, I don't know. The girls, they do didn't that? do that. The boys, yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But I was really constipated, and I had really bad hemorrhoids, and I was just bleeding out of my butt. 
And I remember writing a letter to my mom because I don't want to tell anyone about this. You know, this is so embarrassing. Do you still have this letter? No, I wish. (laughs) I mean, maybe my mom mom, does. She keeps the weirdest stuff. My booty is bleeding (laughs) real bad. What kind of camp is this? I hand wrote a letter saying like, you know, the old hemis are acting up again. I'm bleeding. Like, you need to pick me up. Like, I can't poop and it's all bad. And I guess she told the counselor. So I got called into the counselor's office who like sat me down and was like, I also have hemorrhoids. And I'm like, I don't want to know about <laughs> yeah. your old people hemorrhoids. She's like, she's like, I name them because it makes me feel. I was like, this I'm is not so four bad. years old. What are we? Yeah. I'm like, this just, is Elvira. This yeah. is muck dip. I was like, just give me a laxative and <laughs> let me go. It was so embarrassing. And that's my only other poop story. That's embarrassing. Also, I'm laughing at myself because the hemorrhoid names I riffed were Elvira and Muckadip. I got to get better at riffing. That should be the name of your new kitten. <laughs> Muckadip? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she'll like that. It's yeah, hemorrhoids are the worst. I got my first hemorrhoid at like 34, and I thought I was going to die. I was like, oh, so that's what those are. No wonder. <laughs> Those Preparation H commercials, you know. (laughs) I haven't had any adult hemorrhoids, thank God. I've had two as an adult. And uh, they're brutal, man. You can't sit down. You can sit down. It just hurts. Walking hurts. And uh, I guess you can just shove them back in your butthole. But I didn't touch it unless I was putting ointment on it. Oh, man. And then you got this this swampy ass. You know, you got that wet Vaseline ass. (laughs) You're just like, oh man, and then you you get grease all over your nice chonies, you know. <laughs> yeah, no silk, no silk underwear when you yeah. have. We're dark colors that week, <laughs> yeah. greasing up the old hemorrhoidy. We're we're black, gray, navy blue. Navy blue's good. <laughs> navy blue's great. You're like, no, 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 that's that navy blue camouflage. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. That's what those oil slicks are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's it. Um. You got anything you want to plug? Check out her podcast, Resting Bitch Pod, right? And then uh, dates coming up. She'll be with me in Texas November 5th. Hopefully. And in Utah. What do you mean, hopefully? I think it'll work. I just need to. Oh, you got to check your schedule. Yeah. Oh, I get it. I was like, I, it's booked. <laughs> uh, and then uh, whatever whatever dates, check your shit out. Yeah, AllieMikofsky.com. We'll I tag you in the shit. Pretty much everything on Instagram at not AllieMac. Nice. Allie Mack. I watched that as a kid. Great show. Great show. Alex Mack. Oh, yeah. You got, you branded it so much that, yeah, The Secret World of Alex Mack. I never watched it. I never even knew about it until I started comedy and people were like, oh, your name's like that one show. I was oh. like, who the fuck is this Alex Mack? <laughs> well, you're more relevant now, so it's all good, but it's nostalgic. It's good. Yeah. It's a great show. Check it out. Okay. It probably sucks and didn't hold up the time, <laughs> but when you're a teenager in the 90s and she turned into liquid... Come on, man. Some <laughs> X-Men shit. Anyways, I love you all. Thank you. Uh, liking and subscribing. Did I say that right? I didn't. Uh, please, uh, you know. Ah, oh, fuck it. Don't do it. I'm out of here. I love you all. Peace. Ali Makovsky. Adios. Bye. And now for my ad reads that aren't ad reads at all. One guy gave me free stickers. The other is a tequila that Venmo's me money every so often (laughs) that's the truth uh sticker supreme thank you for the dope stickers and the dope artists uh 
at curls jr and at bubba tx and at sticker supreme we tag them in everything and then uh el sativo tequila thank you for making so many abusive fathers out there <laughs> just kidding uh thank you for sponsoring my podcast and how could i forget at thank you to uh wait did i do that right oh, we'll cut it up cut it up all right just we can't put the tequila ad on youtube that's why there's ah. always cuts if anybody's wondering yeah that's why you're wondering now you know uh thank you to myself and mark acomb to uh for comedy showcase <laughs> app i forgot <laughs> oh i'm tired guys do you know the third guy's name have i said it before yeah what was it no wait i mean i know mark's name it's my god's <laughs> bubble here. andrew it's his cousin brother brother-in-law all right yeah man <laughs> just get the fucking app dude <laughs> subscription base right now all subscription goes to the talent goes to the comics imagine if comedy central do that there'd be a lot less suicidal comedians let me tell you <laughs> anyways uh yeah it's on iphone only and you get a new clip every weekday and if you like stand-up and supporting stand-up comics that are not rich yet this is for you if you don't you don't it's okay go buy donuts coffee dinner with your mama do what you gotta do Anyways, uh, I love you all. Thank you very much. Please like and subscribe and share and do all that shit. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> you don't. I don't. I, I mean, I uh, I get it. I don't do that shit. Whenever they ask me to do that, I'm like, annoying. <laughs> but, you know, it helps, man. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I'll see you later. Go f fuck yourself. No, why am I being so aggressive <laughs> it's right 100 now? It's 100 episodes. It's 100 episodes. Happy birthday, community <laughs> service. I love you all. Peace, love, happiness. Darkness is upon us. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, I'm going to go in the ocean because I need to reset my shit, man. I live right here. I still get angry. Go, <laughs> go figure. <laughs> well, I hope you listen to the end of this because we had some silly fun at the end of me just cussing at my fans. I'm sorry, and I love you. Yin and yang, salt is sweet. Tupac, Tupac. <laughs> Duality, you know? You got to have a little both. Too much, too much shit. You're corny like Ned Flanders. Too much Homer. You're just choking Bart out all the time. Too dark, too dark. Got to in between. A little bit, a little... Psh. Abuse. Okay, bye-bye. Uh,